Think about right now what you fear. What do you fear most? It's because you give credibility of fear to it, and it becomes, the more you think about it, the more you give credit to it, it becomes overwhelming because you give the power to the fear. That's why God told Joshua, he said, you shall meditate in my word day and night. Why? Because when you meditate in the word, it takes the power away from your fears. Mm. So these men had to take the power from their fears. What did they say? They says, we cannot go back. Tell somebody, I can't go back. I can't. <laughs> they said, we cannot go back in the city because everybody in the city is dying. If we stay in this place, we will die. But if we go in the city, we might die, but we might live. And if they kill us, we're going to die anyhow. So I might as well die with a full stomach than to sit here and die with leprosy and broke. I'm going to change this thing. So they made up in their mind. You got to get to the place where you got to realize I can't do no worse than what I'm doing right now. There has to be a change that will take place in my life. You got to get to the place that you get around somebody that will help you. You got to open your mouth and talk to them. You got to talk to a few people and, amen, get somebody talking to you that talk your language because you don't want nobody that when you talk to them, they're always crushing your dreams and stomping on top of them. I need to talk to somebody until I visualize this thing. I have gotten a, uh, I've gotten a ment mental picture. I snapped a picture and I've already seen how I'm going to look, amen, in my new house, my God, I'm already in the living room, in the bathroom, and I built this thing the way I want. And you've got this mental picture in your mind, and then you've got to think about it until you get tired of living in the shack. And then after a while, this vision that you have will, amen, start doing something on the inside of you. It makes you start moving in a positive direction. But as long as you stay where you are and justify where you are, you'll never get any further. You turn around and tell somebody. You, you know, I don't mean you. You, 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 you get around and tell somebody. Uh, you know what? Uh, uh, I'm not as good a speaker as they are because I don't have education. Now, this is security in reverse. I don't want to tell you that I'm going to get some more education because then your expectation of me rises. Come on, come on. Which means I'm going to disappoint you. And it's amazing the confessions we don't make 
because we don't want to disappoint people. But you got to be willing to look like a fool to get what you want. That's why I want a church to get to the place that we get tired of the same old, same old. And if I got to die, I'll die trying. If not trying, I'm going to do it. Tell somebody I'm going to do it. I ain't going to try. I'm going to do it. Because try is the language of wimps. And I'm not a wimp. I'm going to get this done. I don't need everybody. Just... uh, yeah, you. You. Yeah. You're a fighter. Stand up. She's a fighter. I ain't talking, I ain't, I ain't talking about physical fighter. I tell her she's a fighter. That's not physical. That is. Oh, I'm good. I know. She looks so precious there. <laughs> Tell them I ain't gonna take no stuff. Just say it. I ain't gonna take no stuff. Say it the way you do. Say it the way you do at school. I ain't gonna take no stuff. Now you got it. All right, that's right. You sit down now. Yeah. I scared of you. Amen. And you see, until you get to that place that you see yourself somewhere. And I'm not going to make an excuse for not being there. I've been living at the same address all my life. And every time I'm, I'm always saying it's somebody else's fault while I haven't moved. But you got to get the desire in you, Tony, that I ain't going to take no more excuses. I'm going to do what I need to do because I'm ready to make a move for my next level. I'm ready, amen, to do something. You can stand back like blind Barnabas who stood on the race side and he heard Heard, he heard the commotion. He said, what's going on? They said, Jesus is coming through. Blind Barnabas said, well, he started hollering, Jesus! Amen. Let me know. I know a little scripture. Thy son of David. Because some of the other people didn't even recognize who he was. But he went a little bit further and said, Jesus, thy son of David, have mercy on me. And they said, boy, be quiet. Get in the corner. Is there anybody in the building that I ain't going to let nobody shut me up? I'm going to holler till I get the relief that I need. You don't understand. I'm tired of being blind. I'm tired of somebody had to leave me around. I'm tired of having to hold a cup in my hand. I ain't going to stop crying. I'm going to cry until it make a difference in my life. I need a change. Is there anybody in the room that's ready for a change? And you say, I ain't going to let nobody, nobody, nobody stop me from my change. He cried until he got Jesus' attention. And let me tell you what. You can be quiet where you are and be nice. Nice people don't get nowhere. You get gotta get tired of taking and say, I ain't gonna take no more. And you got to make up in your mind, I'm not gonna compromise and get what I want either. No, indeed, I'm gonna get it on my terms. Is there anybody? Is there anybody in the room? Just jump up right quick and say, I'm gonna get it on my terms. Because what the devil wants you to do, he put up all of this little stuff and tell you, you got to do this, you got to jump through this up here, jump through that. You say, no, no, no. 
I'm going to get what I want and I ain't going to jump through no hoops to get it. No, indeed. I'm going to get this thing on my turn. Like the three Hebrew boys said, I ain't going to be careful how I answer you. No, sir. My life ain't in your hand. My life is in the hand of God. And he will for me to die, then I die. But I'm not going to be careful how I answer you. You've got to get an attitude on the inside of you. I'm going to get the thing that God got in store for me. Then y'all know whew, we want to stay to zero. We want to stay in the boat. Why? I done tried this. Hmm. The boat may rock. But it's safe. But Peter want to try something different. He said, if you, Jesus, because you know, it was just like uh, Jesus was passing by and they believed in ghosts in those days. And they supposed he was a ghost. But Peter said, if you are showing up, Jesus, and that's the way it is with you. Anybody ever seen a blessing come and it looked like a ghost. You were scared to trust it. Oh, you, you had a vision of you coming out of the situation that you was in. And, and it looked too good to be true. And that's the way it was with Peter. Jesus only wanted to look too good to be true. So this is what he said. If you, Jesus, bid me come to you, I'm ready to step out of my comfort zone. I'm ready to do what I never did before. I ain't never walked water before. But if you tell me to come to you, I'm going to walk water. Do we have any water walkers in here that's willing to do something? I'll walk water if I have to walk water. Peter got out that boat, started walking on the water. And he would have walked all the way to Jesus. But then he remembered where he used to be in the boat. You got to erase your memory of failure because I'm successful. Can I, is there anybody in here that feel successful? Jump to your feet and said, I am successful. You know what I do, Delma? When I start feeling like I ain't successful, I get to myself and I talk myself into success. Am I the only one? I talk myself. See, I don't mind looking at myself in the mirror. Come on, come on. And I talk myself back into success. Then when I feel good, I walk out there with all kinds of confession. Y'all thought I ain't never lost confidence. Oh, yay. But I made up my mind I'm not going to yield to that kind of stuff because God's been good, too good to me. I will not go back to what I used to be. I'm not going back. Tell somebody, I ain't, I ain't going back. Tell him if I got to break your friendship, I ain't going back. I got all of my gears are forward gears. I don't have no reverse. Then y'all know the woman that had the what? It's your blood. Hmm? It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. 
you bleeding all over the place. Instead of you getting somewhere and hiding back in the corner, child, you're bleeding. Look at you. Your skirt messed up. I'm tired of bleeding. I ain't going to get no attention to myself, but I'm going to get through this crowd. Because I read the word that says he got healing in his garment. And if I can but touch the hem of his garment. Now can you imagine, I don't know how many pints of blood that she was losing. How many pints of blood is in the body? How many pints? Barbara, Elaine, one of y'all nurses, my mother white. How many pints of blood? Is in the body. That was on your test. Come on. Eleven. Yeah, he is a dialysis patient. He should know. They were taking his blood out. He ought to know. But eleven, right? He bought eleven pounds. She might have lost six of eleven. Yes. And when the blood go, your power is in your blood. And when the blood get low, oh my God, it ain't too late for you. You can press with low blood. Touch your name and say, you can press with low blood. Because if you can but touch the hem of his garment, you can be made low. You said I done tried everything in my life and I'm down at my last but let me tell you one thing. A desperate child of God at their last can go across any demon in hell. I'm down at my last but I bled my last day. Amen. I'm not going to bleed anymore. I'm going to touch him a little bit different. She reached out and touched Jesus. I'm touching when you touch him. The issue of a blood dried up. You see, you want popularity, but I want my healing. I don't have to hug him. I just got to touch the hem of his garment. I don't have to get an audience with him. I don't even have to speak to him, but I can but touch. I can be made whole again. But Michael, the only way we're going to do it, get in the press. Get in the press. You sitting around thinking somebody's going to give you something. Ain't nobody going to give you nothing. Get in the press. You talking about a hard time? A hard time is like saying sick them. Because the sick them, y'all know sick them? Dog. Sick them. That mean get them. So when you're about to get blessed, hell break loose. The reason why hell break loose is because heaven is coming to get you. And so hell break loose trying to scare you, trying to get you scared. It seems as if everything that can go wrong starts going wrong. You say, oh boy, 
I know it's on the way now, you see. Somebody looking for help like a Messiah. No, sir. But when things start getting hard, it's a sign that things are getting ready to change. Because they says, amen, before, amen, they said before you get something really bad, before the, 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 the tornado come through, it gets real quiet. And then you start hearing something sound like a fake train coming through. I want to say right now, some of y'all already got this straight train on the way. Can you hear the roaring? Roaring, roaring. That means it's on the way. Don't get alarmed. The devil is trying to scurry you off. But if you can hold fast to the Lord, weeping may endure for the night, but joy gonna come in the morning. Amen. I have took it. Amen. I'm ready for my blessing. I'm ready for my next move. What you're talking about? I practice in the dark so I can be successful in the light. Amen. I was in the dark saying, Thank you, Jesus. I was in the dark speaking in tongues. I was in the dark paying my tithes and giving my offering. I was in the dark witness for Jesus Christ. I was in the dark telling somebody to be encouraged. Now I'm coming to the light. I'm ready for a blessing. I'm bouncing on my toes. I'm ready for it. Because I know in whom I have believed. And I'm persuaded he's able to do his word. I believe God's going to do what he said he's going to do. Is there anybody in the building that believe that God's going to do what he said he's going to do? Let me ask you something. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Is there anything too hard for the Lord? I'm going to do something different. Let me get out here. I'm going to do something different so I can be blessed of God. Don't take compromise and call that success. It's just a shut up for two days down the road that's going to explode in your face. Hold fast to what you say and don't compromise and call it success. Compromise is not success. Somebody say amen. amen. No. All right. God bless y'all. Whew. Somebody's in here now.